Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Wholehearted Healing with Joe. Um, welcome. And today we are going to be talking about listening to your intuition and listening to your body, listening to the signs that your body is giving you. So that is what we're going to dive in today. I am sitting with the windows open, so you probably may hear some background noise, so hopefully it's not too chaotic. I also have um, I'm just using my headphones right now, so I don't have my regular <laughs> microphone. So I also hope that this sounds okay for you. Um, but I may try to edit it if it's sounding a little funky. But yeah, I wanted to dive in today and talking about, yeah, just kind of this first step of really coming into awareness around um, what it is that is maybe going on with you or going on with your health and your body. Um, and how to start paying attention to those things if you feel very kind of detached from what's going on. So um, before we kind of get started, I do want to let you know that there are still spaces available in my Mindful Women program. It's a 12-week journey where we dive into um, your health, your healing, the things that you want to achieve, how you want to feel in your body. And we really give you the foundations of what to kind of create in your life so that you can support your body as well as move through and uh, move through the things and the blocks that are preventing you from feeling better. And so we take this holistic approach, really looking at the mind, the body, the soul um, to cultivate this full aspect of healing and this full aspect of wellness so that you can feel the best version of yourself. And so it is a 12 week journey for women. Um, and yeah, I basically just help guide you through those 12 weeks on what is going on. We look at things like nervous system, the emotions, um, your sleep, your, and giving you different tools that you can use to support yourself, as well as different tools and things that you can use to, um, you know, work through different symptoms that you have. Um, but the goal is really to kind of get this foundational aspect of health rather than just treating the symptoms. So if you're interested in that, you can, um, reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is at johanna.padalino. The, um, link for that is in the, um, or my handle is written in the comment section or the notes section of the podcast here today. Um, or you can reach out to me. You can also see my program, um, on my website. So you can also go there as well, which is joepadalino.com. So getting back into kind of what we're talking today, talking about today with the trusting your intuition and um, listening to your body. And so I wanted to kind of actually give an example of something that I went through. Um, I actually went through this recently, the last, I would say probably over the last couple months, um, four or five months. And listening to your body and your intuition is kind of an interesting thing because I feel like a lot of times we do actually get the kind of the signs, the signals, right? We are getting the information, but we're maybe just not aware of it or we're not trusting that what we're feeling or what we're experiencing is like, is right. You know what I mean? So that's where kind of that trusting the intuition is an interesting piece um, because I feel like there's a lot of self-doubt that makes us second guess ourselves is what holds us back from really listening and trusting our intuition. And so, um, what I went through a few months ago, um, and I've been working on this just in general, it's just trusting myself and trusting my intuition and just, you know, when I feel called to do things like trusting on that and just being, um, one aware to hear those messages, right. Which comes into like being quiet and being still and kind of just being present with ourselves. 
um, and having being able to cultivate that awareness, which we can only do really when we're in that, you know, more quiet space of our of our lives. Um, but so I've been working on this for a little while of just kind trying to, again, trust myself and just trust my intuition and just trust that what I'm feeling is correct and right for me. Um, now, with that being said, I had an experience over, I would say, like kind of the fall months, like it's February right now. Um, and I want to say it was like probably around October, maybe even into like September. September, October is when it kind of started. Um, and I wouldn't say it was until November that I kind of listened to myself and trusted myself. But I was um, I was experiencing all of a sudden a, like a lot of anxiety symptoms. At first, I thought I was maybe just going through a bit of a sickness or an illness and that sort of thing. But then it was kind of lingering and it like wasn't really going away. And other other than that, like I would have these waves of feeling like not great. I was getting a lot of like nausea um, and getting a little bit of like kind of this um, panic type of feeling. Um, and so I was like, maybe it is like an anxiety. It's not so much like an illness and, and, you know, like a flu or something like that. Right. And so I was like, maybe it is a little bit more of a, of an illness or sorry, of an anxiety than it is, you know, something kind of short term. So I was, I was kind of diving into that and trying to see like, okay, well, like, what can I do? And, you know, I was diving into meditation stuff and I was diving into breathwork stuff and it was like temporarily helping, but it wasn't really giving me the, the long lasting kind of results that I needed and I wanted. And I would get these just, it would hit me. Like I would just get these like waves of just feeling like kind of woozy and just not great. And so, um, and there was a problem because I wasn't feeling good. And I, I, I mean, obviously we always want to feel good in our body, but it was affecting like my relationships, um, just because like, you know, I didn't really, sometimes the social situations were almost like ramping it up. Um, and then also too, like, I just didn't feel good. So I just didn't really, I kind of just wanted to like hang out and do nothing. Right. Um, and then the other piece of it, it was affecting me at work. Right. So it was affecting how I was being able to show up for my clients and, and show up for my work and be of service to people. So I was like, what is going on here? And I started to pay attention to kind of when I was getting these symptoms. And this is actually something I always kind of encourage my clients when they're having symptoms and they don't really know what's causing them or why they're there is like, pay attention to when it's popping up for you. What's going on in your life? What are you experiencing? Are you in a certain place, right? Like, are you always at work? Are you always like driving or like, you know, paying attention to those subtle aspects. And I started for myself, I started to realize, oh, it seems to be like, I'll wake up in the morning and I'll feel okay. And then I have my coffee and then I don't really feel that good. And then it kind of goes away. And then I get like a mid, uh, mid afternoon or early afternoon kind of, again, those symptoms would come back. And I'm like, that would be when I would be crashing from the caffeine. So I was like, Hmm, this is kind of interesting. Like I started noticing like my anxiety symptoms and the symptoms I was feeling was coming up with the caffeine piece of like either when I would ingest the caffeine or when I would be coming down off of that, like that caffeine spike. Right. And so I was like really getting this. Once I kind of pieced those symptoms together with that caffeine piece, I was like, Hmm, I really feel like maybe coffee is this is the deeper rooted thing of like, I just should take coffee out of my diet for right now and just see how that goes and see if it makes a difference. And I was like, I mean, I love coffee. So like, for me, it's like a comfort thing. It's not even really the caffeine. I could drink decaf 
coffee with no caffeine all day. I just love coffee and I, it's just so cozy and comfortable for me. And so it's always been a challenging one for me to get rid of, but, um, I decided to get rid of it and I took it out of my diet and I, I've got myself an alternative. So, um, it was a different brand, but I forget what the brand is called, but I, it's like dandy blend, but again, a different brand. So it's, is a dandelion blend. Um, I got it from a whole foods store and yeah, it was not, there's no caffeine in it, that sort of thing. And it didn't have any mushrooms or anything, which I know there are other alternatives that have like mushrooms and stuff, um, in it, but it wasn't one of those ones. And so I replaced my morning coffee with that. And so at least I had a warm drink to kind of, you know, fall back on. But the interesting part was I actually found it really easy to stay away from at first because I immediately noticed the benefits um, and because it was exactly the thing that I needed to remove. And I trusted myself in, and trusted my body and what it was like kind of showing me right with those signs and those signals. Um, and so I was able to stay off of the caffeine, which was obviously great because it helped my um, my system kind of just just relax from it right like just take a break from it and sometimes that's all we need because I've been able to add coffee back in and I haven't been getting those feelings um, since then so I did this for a few weeks and then I would I slowly added it back in but then I was noticing it was kind of coming back and so I kind of backed off again and then I kind of brought it back in and now I've been having it more regularly um, and it's been fine and I haven't had any of these kind of crazy symptoms um, but I have notice that it's also on days like if there's a lot going on in my life or my life is really chaotic then it's like I'm almost better to not have coffee because it just like ramps me up more than I already am (laughs) so um, again just listening to that piece and so I I wanted to add in the intuition piece here because I had to listen to kind of both like I had to listen to my body that love like okay when are these symptoms coming on what are the symptoms that I'm feeling something's off here right just acknowledging that rather than jumping to conclusions of other things or you know thinking that there's some mysterious thing wrong with me when really again all I had to do is take caffeine out and it was probably a nervous system piece Um, but then I also had to listen to my intuition where it was saying like take the caffeine out right? Take the coffee out. The coffee is the problem. Take it out. Um, and so I think a lot of us don't necessarily, one, pay attention to those things. Like, again, you have to kind of be able to sit with yourself and kind of reflect to get these answers. They don't, I mean, sometimes they pop up. Um, but if we're in this like fast paced, go, go, go type of environment, or you're just very busy in your life, it's really challenging to sometimes tap into these things. Um, and I, I feel like that's kind of the one thing with my with my clients is like I do kind of usually give people an awareness of like, oh, well, have you noticed like this happens when this happens? And then they go, oh, yeah. And then they kind of go home and they think about it and they're like, yeah, that does actually kind of pop up. So sometimes you need people kind of too to help you kind of like navigate and um, bring those things out. People who, you know, in my world, like I'm educated to kind of tie things together of like this relates to that. And so it's helpful for my clients when I can point those things out to them. But you can do it yourself too, because all you really have to do is let's look at your patterns and look at the things that you're navigating and how you're feeling throughout your day. But again, you have to have enough reflection in order to do so. So I wanted to um, just talk about that because I feel like this is one of the kind of the first things that if you're trying to heal anything, um, And even if it's like something emotional or something with your nervous system 
or like these symptoms that you have that maybe come and go, um, or maybe it's like the beginning of your illness and why you're in the situation that you're in. A lot of that stems from something specific. And again, we have to kind of be able to sit with ourselves, reflect, um, and slow down to be able to see it. Right. Um, and you know, the first step of, of any sort of healing journey or any journey that we go on is just this awareness that, okay, this is what's going on or, you know, it's like acceptance almost. It's like when people are in, are in denial and they're not paying attention, they're like, no, 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 they can't ever solve or heal because they're, <clears throat> they're in that space. Whereas if we are in this more open space and we're able to reflect and we're able to see and have that awareness, we can then realize, okay, these are the next steps that I need to take. So I wanted to kind of share that with you guys today, because again, I feel like this is like one of the first steps to healing. Um, like I said, like taking time to slow down, like in order to cultivate this awareness, it does take time to trust yourself and you kind of have to go slowly with it in the sense of like, okay, things come up and it's like, I feel like it's this and then trusting that and moving forward with it. Right. And especially with our health, it's like trying things and experimenting with things and um, building up that self-trust. So ways that you can kind of like obviously slow down is just literally making space and time in your day to do (laughs) nothing, (laughs) Uh, which is always challenging because we're usually looking for something to do, but even just getting out in nature. Um, But when you get out in nature, like don't put anything in your ears, like don't be listening to things, like literally genuinely take that time to just be quiet right and just you know let your mind kind of wander and let it do its thing and you might be surprised of some of the stuff that comes up um we can you know again moving our bodies is really good when we're doing that is why walking is really is really nice for a lot of people it gives you something physically to do if you can't do the sitting still and meditating thing um and then yeah just i would say like i mean you could journal as well right journaling things out how you're feeling when you seem to like notice some of your symptoms or what was going on in your life when that started right all of those types of things are going to give you the awareness and again just that moment even to just even sit and think about it without all these other things going on or all these other things um like affecting you or just kind of like impacting you um in that sense so yeah, that's kind of basically what I wanted to share with you guys today um, is the, just, again, that importance of listening to yourself and listening to your body because the answers are there. Um, the answers are there and there there's clues, right? Like our signs and our, our symptoms are signs and our clues about like what's going on, but we just have to listen. And, and the thing is, is like for myself as a practitioner <clears throat> and I I get the experience of being both the client and the practitioner in my life, right? At times I go see people and I'm the client. They don't know how I feel in my body. They can't feel the things that I'm feeling. Like I can't, as much as I have my clients and they tell me what's going on in their body and, you know, I know the physical body and that sort of thing, I'll never know what it feels like to be you, right? And so you're the one that has so much power as the client And as the person who's experiencing these things, you know what it feels like, right? And so you know when it comes on, like you live your life, right? And so you have that ability to be more aware than anybody else, right? To kind of help yourself put these pieces together. And so that's why I think it's so important that we take this ownership and this self-led approach to our health that, yes, you might need guidance and you might need support, but it's so important that we 
have um, these tools to kind of tap into our own our own self and to be aware of our own self so that we can make conscious decisions for ourselves and we can make supportive choices and do the things that are actually right from us rather than just blindly letting people lead us um, and so really taking that self-ownership is is really important when it comes to genuinely feeling better and finding results you look at these people who have like these crazy healing um you know, experiences, they went out and found either the people or the solutions themselves. Like they took that extra step and that extra effort to go and help themselves. They didn't just sit there and expect someone to save them, right? And again, there's nothing wrong with having guidance and support and people who can help you through your journey, because I think that's also important too, to have people around you that can support you. But it's the, you can't, just rely on only that you have to show up and support yourself as well if you really want that whole holistic healing and that holistic um, approach and to just really get to the bottom of things like my clients who you know have the best transformation and the best change are the ones who are willing to put in the work and they show up for themselves right and they um they listen to what I say because I, you know, they're coming to me for guidance, but they, they go and do the work and they realize that like, they have to make the changes too. Like, it's not just on me or the practitioner or whoever it is that they're working with it with to just save them and fix them. Um, so I think having that outlook is important. And when you have that outlook, outlook, you're more likely to go inward and to, um, do that self-reflection that's needed to, um, kind of guide you on where, where your journey, you know, needs to go next. So just a little tidbit to kind of add on to it, but, (laughs) um, that is what I have for today. So hopefully you guys found that, um, supportive. Um, the, I think I have an idea of what my next podcast, um, episode is going to be on. So, um, we'll see kind of when I have some time to kind of get that out, (laughs) but thank you all so much for listening. I've gotten so much, um, love and support already from, you know, my podcast and people just being excited for me. So I'm really grateful for all of you who are listening and all of those of you who are supporting me on all the different channels. Um, and yeah, I just, I love being able to openly just share these things with you and just kind of have it raw and real and rough and not really kind of super strategic and planned. It's just kind of what I feel called to share. And I feel like this Um, I'm just, I'm loving this podcast for being able to do that. So thank you all for being here. And, um, obviously if any questions, you guys can again, follow me on Instagram or you can reach out to me on Instagram. Um, and as well, you can check out my website, um, joepadalino.com for any kind of updates or things that are, um, around and available for you to access. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Hopefully the weather is nice wherever you are and I will see you guys in the next one. Bye.